Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I created a space where we can celebrate the unsung and the undervalued. A place where we focus on the many talents and influences from women within the culture in hopes to inspire women everywhere to overcome adversity in a male-dominated world. Welcome to Woman in Hip Hop. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jazzy Bell, and welcome to Woman in Hip Hop. And on this show, we focus on the many talents and influences from women within the culture. And today... Again, is no exception. You already know how we do it on this show. We have a young phenomenon in the building. (laughs) She's been killing it out here in these streets. I'm sure the name sounds familiar. She hails from Trinidad. Mm -hmm. The beautiful young lady name is Young Devin. What's up, Young Devin? I am good. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) I'm happy you're here, too. Listen, I've been trying to get you here for a little minute now. Yeah. Right? Trying to make it happen, hitting each other up on um, on the gram, Mm -hmm. sliding up in the DMs. Sometimes (laughs) that's how things happen. It is. Especially now in this day and age. That's literally how everything happens. (laughs) Exactly. But you've been on my radar for a minute. And like I said, a lot of people are familiar with your work. But just in case they are not, this is why I have the platform, Women in Hip Hop. Mm -hmm. So you can let people know exactly what it is that you're doing and where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. So with this show, a lot of people, if you're not familiar, I like to give a little backstory so people could get familiar as to like where you came from Mm -hmm. and why you are the beautiful young lady you are today. So, let's get right to it. Young Devin. Yeah. Is that, like, your government name? Yeah, my name is Devin. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm just trying to be sure. Yeah. People want to know, is that, like, a nickname? Right. <laughs> and um, so, talk to me about, like, your upbringing. Because right now, you are only... 17. Right. Yeah. Right. It's so odd for me a little bit. Like, I want to talk about, you know, how you came up. It's like, you still coming up. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's been it's been a long time coming. I've been in the game since I was eight. Because mm-hmm. um, my family's from Trinidad, and so we have a genre of music in Trinidad called soca music. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to get really big, but at the time, it was just growing. And um, so I was doing soca. I got really big, going on tour, traveling, selling out shows. And then, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm just always a person. I feel like I can just always go bigger. It's like if I could get to one position, mm-hmm. then I feel like I can go to a higher position. And mm-hmm. so I always just felt like ma- soca music wasn't mainstream enough. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? You're young. You're from Brooklyn, but you're from Trinidad, so you have both. You could go into a more mainstream genre, get big in that genre, and then open the door for soca. And rapping kind of came organically the way how it happened. Like, rapping was not what I was going to do. Really? That was the last thing on my mind. Like, I used to laugh. Not at rappers, but just, like, (laughs) I thought it was so easy. So I never really did rapping. And then um, just it happened naturally. But, yeah, yeah, it's been, like, eight years. Eight years. Mm -hmm. So if my math serves me correctly, that would be since you were nine. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. eight, nine years now, because I was eight when I started. Okay. Yep. So when you say you started off doing soca music, mm-hmm. how old were you when you got into that? Um, well, I started, I performed on my school talent show at like age seven. Mm. But then it, it really happened organically. It wasn't a conscious yeah. decision like I want to be a singer. It was just like they threw me on the radio a week later and I sang on the radio A week station. later? Yeah, because so I did a soca song and then um, one day me and my mom, we were driving in the car mm-hmm. and her friend is a friend of a radio host in the soca world, right? Yes. And so 
he was like, you know what? I saw Devin's video on Facebook. He pulls me out the window of the car. Cause I, I'm I'm five two now. So I imagine <laughs> when I was eight, I was really short. Right, and right, so right. he pulls me out the window of the car, and he just told my mom, change it to this station and just listen for like five minutes. And in five minutes, she just heard my voice on the radio. Wow. And people were calling in like, yo, who is this little girl freestyling to Soka songs? Because Soka isn't a genre where it's all ages. It's adults. And so it's kind of like I broke the ice of being that first kid in Soka music, performing at these shows where you see all of these adult performers and then my little eight-year-old face on the flyer. Mm. And, like, my call time would be at, like, 2.30 in the morning, like, right before the headliner. But I literally built an adult fan base before I built a kid fan base. And I started traveling and performing. And then eventually it turned into the adults going home, telling their kids, and it becoming um, a kid fan base as well. But it was just that grind and hustle. And it was all organic. It wasn't like I was trying to be anything or do anything. It's just people kept calling my mother. And, you know, she unconsciously didn't know that she was managing me. Right. You know? (laughs) And then we ran into my manager, like, my first or second show. Wow. Mm -hmm. And now you said that happened, that was in Brooklyn, Yeah, right? that that happened in Brooklyn. Okay. Now you were born in Trinidad? No, I was born in New York, but every year I go to Trinidad. Okay, all mm-hmm. right, all right. So that's still, like, deep in your yeah. roots. Okay. Um, so now you heard your mom and everybody heard you on the radio. Uh-huh. And it, I guess that was in... This was in Brooklyn. In a local station in Brooklyn. Yeah, uh-huh. And from there, they said, okay, this little young girl's doing soca, doing grown music. Yeah, so everybody was kind of interested, <laughs> but they were confused because it's like they didn't know how to receive it, but they liked it because I wasn't, one thing I could always say, I never tried to be like an adult. A like girl, the, the, right. peop, the reason why people liked me was because I, I remained a kid in such an adult environment mm-hmm. and they respected that about me. And so, yeah, it just, at first it was just, they was confused because like I said, I was the first kid in soca to ever yeah. do that. Right. You know, nowadays it's a bunch of kids singing soca music, but oh, I kind of had to break that ice, take the flack for it. But it's fine because the doors is opened. When you say took the flack, what was that experience like? Um, Well, it was just like, you know, walking in the parties, adults looking at you twice, like, why is this little girl here? It's, it's a past her <laughs> bedtime and different things like that. Or people talking behind the scenes in the industry, not re- scared to work with me because I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, But it was like at a certain point. In the first three months of me performing, you know, I'm um, the biggest soca artist in the game, Asha Montano. Mm-hmm. He co-signed me. The first night I met him, he let me perform because I asked him to perform with him. I was eight. And from there, it was just, it was undeniable at that point. It's like, if Michelle is co-signing her, then... We're not, we not going to be messing with her. Yeah. We're not. Mm-hmm. We're rocking with her. Mm-hmm. Can you... Do you remember, like, the song? Okay, you give me a taste of what that yeah. was. The it was crazy old. because... I want to hear a little sub yeah. <laughs> Um The crazy part is, I was I literally traveled for a year without a song. Like, my first year of being in the music business, it was literally just off the strength of just performing other, other, other soca artist songs, opening up for them. Mm-hmm. And then I finally released my first song. And um, it goes like, join me in the island so we can have fun. We jump until morning in the blazing sun. So <laughs> at the time, we put the music video, we shot the video in Trinidad and we put it out on, on YouTube. Wow. And I wasn't, you know, I was young, so I'm not really into views and different things like that. And right. the first couple of days, it got like 100,000 views. And like a lot of kids gravitated to it. And that was like a big anthem wow. in the Caribbean because it was like, wow, like a kid singing soca. Like that's mm-hmm. so, yeah. You know what we're going to do? Um, before we move forward with the interview, I'm going to get the fans out there and the listeners out there familiar with your sound and soca. So let's take it to one of the records that you did a couple of years ago. We're not going to go as far back as the song that you just talked about because you were a kid. So let's bring it up today because you did something a couple of years ago called Find Me. So we're going to go to that and we'll be right back right here A Woman in Hip Hop. 
Then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's.
So when would you say, at that point, because you say, you know, Soka, you know, from where you wanted to take your career, it yeah. wasn't considered mainstream. Mm-hmm. At what point did you say, okay, let me tap into this rap? Because I know you said you was looking at it and you thought it was a joke, like, oh, this is like, nothing yeah. serious. So when did you take it seriously? Um, well, first, I was, throughout me doing Soka, I was singing, I was making, or singing other, like, pop songs, R&B songs. Like, I remember I performed at the Apollo Theater. I was, like, 12. Mm-hmm. I sang Girl on Fire. Um, so I was doing things like that. But then... Alicia Keys record mm-hmm. with Nicki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I performed, no, I, I started making freestyle videos. Because one day, um, well, I started, I first taught myself how to engineer and produce and so i was making little work <laughs> but i was making little beats <laughs> on garage band just playing around wow. and figuring out like how to make sounds and stuff right yeah yeah i had to be like 13 or 12 and then um i started begging my mom like mommy can you please buy me a, a microphone yeah. so she bought me a microphone i started recording in my closet and so like instead of being in a studio where you're only set for an hour because that's what you paid for, mm-hmm. i was be i was able to be a little bit more creative so i'm two in the morning three in the morning experience experimenting different sounds uh-huh. and then one day i just was like you know what let me write a rap right and so i I wrote, I wrote a rap i recorded it but still wasn't taking it serious i just was having fun and just thinking about it as like a creative thing that i was doing in my closet right so <laughs> then i was like i started writing a couple of more raps and then i started making freestyle videos yeah. and putting it out on my instagram and it was called freestyle fridays so every friday I started doing these videos, and my Soka fans was like, what's this? But they liked it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I started gaining, not drastically, but, like, a small new fan base of, like, hip-hop fans. Mm. And then I started begging my mom to, like, can I go to the studio? Like, I want to make some rap songs, right? <laughs> and, then, and at this point, you're 13. Yeah. Wow. At this point, I'm, like, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a couple of months later, so this is, like, when I'm 14, um, I saw this Nicki Minaj documentary, um, and she was in the car, and she was crying because she couldn't go to the studio to finish her album. Mm-hmm. And like a week before that, I was crying because I was so frustrated because I couldn't go to the studio because my mother couldn't afford studio time. Mm-hmm. And even though they were two opposite things, the main foundation of just wanting to be an artist, that really set in my mind like, wow, like I really could do that. And then I started just looking into Nikki's story, seeing yeah. that she, you know, a young girl from New York in Trinidad yes. and making it to where she made it. It was just very relatable to me. Yes. And at that point, I was like, all right, let me try to take this serious yes mm-hmm. yes so she would definitely you would say one of your musical influences definitely she was the reason why i started i started taking rapping serious i went back i listened to her album that was the first time i caught a punchline i was like what like what was the punchline um she was like it was it was really easy too it was like um <laughs> it is not if they talk slick that on winter fresh they'll get chewed out and i'm like winter fresh winter fresh <laughs> chewed out. i'm like what and i ran in my mother's room and i'm playing it for her she's like yeah I'm like, why did you hear that? Like, <laughs> and then I went, I listened to a whole album again, and I was hearing all of these new punchlines. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, all right, who were some rappers? Like, because I never really grew up on rap. It was just Soka. Yes. And so I listened to a Jay-Z album. It was a black album. Then I listened to um, Lil Wayne's album. And then I listened to a Meek album. And after hearing those, mm. I was like, all right. I'm going to take this seriously. Yeah, like, let me try something here. Well, speaking of Nicki Minaj, let's play a freestyle that you did over Barbie Tings and Chung Lee. And we're going to come back and finish the rest of the interview right here on Woman in Hip Hop. Uh, hey, young Devin. Heard they tryna done me 
Hanging out with the sons be Never had no ceiling like I'm popping the roof They always picking up these lies because I'm dropping the truth Running circles round my haters like they not in the loop They pop and they shoot, I burn them like I hop in the booth I could go to higher wages like I hop in the coupe If my life was in some Jordans, then they not in my shoes Painting pictures on my struggles, so I profit the muse My diamonds colder than the freezer, but I'm hotter than you It's true, yeah, I went and got the chopsticks, huh We see and matching cause these hitters not lit, yeah I'm taking off, I'm probably in the I'm the trending top pick Favorite rappers rest first Then I probably topped it Know some hitters with that metal But they never rocked it Probably holding all the keys Cause I got them locked in That's Barbie things That's Barbie things It's a ball up in my city Like it's army things Diamond dancing on my finger Call it party ring They always pitching all they work Like they hardly sing Oh, I'm in the hood Lock the bins I was knocking on the door Like when the cops come in Put a ticket on the opera Like they popped the tent Never see me But they bring me no oxygen Keeping low cause I'm a target So I drop the bins I be writing on my verses, so I'm profiting Numbers higher than the ego, so I flock to them And if you disrespect the young, and that is consequence Old dude keep on subbing, cause he's still like me And I'm always dropping fire, but I'm still icy All these rappers wishing that they had a deal like me Always showing off my money like a real ID, you see? Yeah, I be tootin', my wrist two-tone These hitters never had no numbers like a new phone They sleeping on me with no bed like a new home Bezel on that ice cream, think I need a new cone Cause I'm the big three, I'm in the six B I know you jealous, cause your BF probably miss me I'm in the ring cause I be steady with a hit speed And I'm just a youngin' on your TV like it's Disney, gang Now talk to me about some of the artists, because, you know, since with the Freestyle Fridays and, mm -hmm. and you putting up your music on social media, mm -hmm. you've been getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Talk about some of the attention and support that you've gotten thus far in the industry. Mm -hmm. So, like, after, like, I took it serious, mm -hmm. um, it still was, like, a it was like a year before I started kind of, like, getting recognition. Like, 2018 was kind of, like, the big year for me um, in mm -hmm. a sense of, like, from the beginning of that year, the February, I had 3,000 followers at the time, and I posted a vi they posted a video of me freestyling on Facebook, and it got like three million views in a week. Mm. And so that kind of started getting eyes on me. And then over the time, um, I got calls from MTV, so I did um, TRL and I freestyled on there. And just so happened, the the host is Sway, yes. and so. Um, he was like, yeah, I'm going to reach out to you to bring you on my show. But, you know, industry people, I'm not really thinking that that's serious. But then he followed me on Instagram that day. So I just kept pressing him and DMing him. Not really that much, though. Like, that's one thing I can say. I never had to run behind him. He was just very open. Like, as soon as I get back to New York, I'm going to. The man of his word. Yeah. I'm going to give you this contact info. And so I was literally the one sending emails because I wanted to surprise my managers and stuff. Okay. And so I was the Take one. the initiative. Yeah. I was sending emails. <laughs> I was calling. And then, you know, the Sway thing happened. Um, it was Nickelodeon. They made me um, the face of their rapping for all of their remakes of their songs. And then after the Sway Explain thing. Explain that. Come on, we can't just hop over uh, there real quick. That's a big deal. Yeah. When you said Nickel Nickelodeon made you the face of... So like all of the song, all of the songs that we know, like mm -hmm. SpongeBob songs and like iCarly, mm -hmm. they made me remake it, but rapping. Mm -hmm. And so they posted on YouTube. It was getting like half a million views in a day, mm -hmm. and that was crazy for me. And then, um, like a month later, Taraji P Henson posted me, and she posted two of my videos on her Instagram. That went crazy for me again, and I got a lot of recognition from artists at that point. A lot of artists started reaching out. Um, even in the Caribbean, Vibes Cartel, nice. all of these different artists. Yeah. And then World Star Hip Hop posted me like a month later. And then it just kept going and going and going from there. 2018, we was lit. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> now, with this whole newfound fame, with everything, um, how did you receive it? Like, how was it? Because you're 17. Mm-hmm. And I'm... I'm- Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Were you? I guess that time you were sixteen. 16. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah, for a young girl. Yeah, and but you seem to have a very old soul, very mm-hmm. mature. Yeah, you know, you know what you you always knew what it sounded like. You knew what you wanted. Yeah, and I always had a good head on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. I just feel like because I did the um. Like, it was a new rush for me, though, because, like I said, rapping is more mainstream. So yeah. it's different from walking down the street and, like, two or three people notice me versus yeah. walking down the street and be like, you're the girl. I just saw you on Taraji page. Like, <sighs> it was kind of weird like that. Like, I remember that day she posted me. Mm-hmm. I was in school. And so when I came, when I was coming home on the train, yes. I'm sitting down. And, you know, some train state stops, they have Wi-Fi. So I look next to me because I'm hearing my voice. Looking down at you the guy. You hear your voice all the time. And the guy yeah. is literally watching me on his phone. I guess he follows Taraji. Yes. And he's watching me on his phone. And he doesn't know that, like, you know, I'm standing next to him. But it was just so weird to see things like that. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, did he know it was you? Or no, you I like, didn't. Yo, that's me. Nah. <laughs> nah. I'm very... I'm very... Even though, like, when I rap and stuff, like, I'm out there, I'm very shy. Yes. So, now nah, I didn't do that. But, like... I already kind of had a taste of fame in a sense from the soca thing because mm-hmm. I was touring, um, traveling to like Anguilla where like kids were breaking down my dressing room doors and chasing after me and different things like that. Mm-hmm. But this was on a new level for me. So especially because it's a social media and you can reach ten times more yeah. people. So yeah. yeah, but I took it. I took it pretty well. Now talk to me about social media. It's a good segue. I'm glad you brought that up because you are a young lady mm-hmm. and a lot of people on social media tend to be very nasty. Yeah. And how do you deal with that? How do you navigate through those comments? With the weirdos? Sections? Yes. How do you do that as a young I girl? I don't read my comments. Like sometimes, because I can't, I'm not going to sit down and read through 700 comments. Mm. Like when I post videos and stuff, like my freestyle videos, it'd be like a thousand comments. I, I don't read it. So, mm-hmm. you know, unless I see like the people who I follow at the top, besides that, I don't really read that. And um, I don't really, those things don't affect me personally. Like, what about in your personal life? Because, you know, like you said, I watch documentaries as well. So when yeah. I saw the Nicki Minaj, I know the one you're referring to. Uh-huh. You know, in some cases she talked about, you know, when she was younger, you know, people were mean to her. The same thing with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. She didn't have any friends. And her mother would come by and Beyonce would be on the swing by herself. Nobody pushing that her. That usually happens and to I'm artists. Wa- exactly. Especially young talent like yeah. yourself. And you start people don't understand. Young. Exactly. Like my friends do. I wouldn't expect them to understand a lot mm-hmm. of the times the things that I do. Or when I say I, I don't feel like going out or want to go out sometimes. Because number one, sometimes... Even when I do go out with my friends, it's mm-hmm. like people would DM me after, like, I saw you at so-and-so, but I didn't want to come up to you. And those things, I'm super blessed for that. But at the same time, it could be sometimes, like... You want to be a kid. Yeah. And, like, knowing that I can't even be in my element with my friends because I know no matter where I'm at, somebody's always watching me mm. um, without me knowing. It's kind of, like, weird and scary, too, because it's like you don't know who's watching you. But um, besides that... Um, I just take it day by day. I've always been, like, not necessarily a loner, but I can be by myself and be okay. Like, that's literally me. So What's your sign? I'm a Capricorn. Okay. Like, I feel like, I literally, if you put me in a room, a dark room with a bed, food, and Wi-Fi, you're not going to see me for, like, a week. Like, (laughs) yeah, that's literally me. Mm -hmm. But it's good to hear that you're able to, like, sustain your mental capabilities. Yeah, it, could, just it be, could be crazy. Yeah, because it's crazy for people t- 
twice your age. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's very admirable and commendable to your family, your support system, you know, to for you to be able to actually deal with it the way that you are. Mm-hmm. Because you are so young. And like I said, women and men older than you, they 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 don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. They go back and forth in those comment sections. Yeah. And I here you do. are, you you took, you know, the opportunity to not yeah. respond. You know, when mm-hmm. you could have just it could have been the other way around. So that's pretty, pretty dope. And listening to your story, like I said, it does remind me of like the Beyonce. But it's really like the little Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. Like little Bow Wow started off so young, young and all he know is this industry. Yeah. And you talk about, you know, you don't expect your friends to understand, like, I'd rather not go out and double dutch with y'all. Mm-hmm. I need to be in the studio. Right. Do you see yourself doing anything else other than what you're doing right now? No. Like, when I was younger, <laughs> I used to really... I wish I was as decisive as you. Just want to yeah. say that. Like, me as a grown woman, I'm so indecisive. Like, I don't even know what I want for dinner right now. <laughs> like, and you're like, no, I know I want this. Mom, yeah. can I please go to the studio? Mom, buy me a mic. Like, you always knew. Mm-hmm. Like, you. Like when I was dope. younger, people always used to be like, you know, you need to have a backup plan because you never know what could happen. And so, you know, I used to always be like, yeah, like, if this doesn't work, like, I'll be a lawyer. But I've gotten to the point where it's like, this, this is it. Like, this, this is all it. I... Like, I've literally... Like, eat, breathe, sleep, everything, music. Like, I've been in this industry since eight. Like, I don't know anything else. Like, if I always think, like, if you wasn't an artist, what would you be doing right now at 17? Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like, you'll be focused on school, getting ready for college and different right. things like that. But it's just like, I don't know. I don't know anything else. That, I don't feel like my life is ever going to be set up to be just a nine to five. Like, I cannot ever see myself working for somebody or going to a standard job. Like, mm-mm. You better work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Um, to be able to know that you have no plan B is so refreshing to hear. And that could be scary for some people, but I feel it like shouldn't be. most entrepreneurs never have a plan. Like, There's that no is such literally thing. Your plan B has to be another way to get to your plan A. Mm, come on now. That's one of the models I come live on. by as well. Mm-hmm. How do you know that at 17? <laughs> Ooh, I'm about to hug your manager over there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I T Natalie. Is that right, Natalie? Okay, and your mother, she's not here, but yeah. like they're doing great with you. Yeah, they doing they doing amazing with you. So no plan B. Your plan B is to f- help further your plan A. Yeah. So let's talk more about your plan A. Mm-hmm. What is that exactly? Is it gonna be just rap for you, or do you see yourself tapping into other um, genres like movies, films, TV, and stuff of like course. that? Of course, um, definitely everything. Um, movies, films, like you said, even different genres of music. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I could go from soca to hip hop. You did that. Yeah, it's like I could do it again. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's many different genres, many different things that I have planned. I just want to be able to just build an empire. Like, I don't want this to just be, like, I'm the famous person in the family. Like, I'm not. Like, I'm literally trying to change my family's tree. Like, turn this into a generational business. You know Uh what I'm saying? Like, my kids could inherit my kids' kids, not just, oh, yeah, you had a famous great-grandmother. She was... She was a rapper and this and that. Like, no, like, this is not just for me or for my current family. Like, this is literally, I'm Generational trying to build, wealth. yeah, a, a black enterprise. And so. You see what the Kardashians are doing. Yeah, exactly. So this is, this is the first step to that. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is next when it comes to, like, how do you plan on doing that? And when do you plan on doing that? Well, it's just right now. It's, it's starting with the music. Even though, like, my mind 
is literally all over the place in the sense of where I want to be, I know how to plan it out. So I know first step is music. I have to make sure that, you know, I build my fan base, do what I have to do in the music business first, and then I can use that fame to expand, mm -hmm. just like how I want to use rap to expand soca. So mm -hmm. it's like I have a plan, and I'm not going to be, you know, dipping and dabbing all over the place. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's definitely a process, and I'm, I'm going to get there. So you got soca under your belt. Mm -hmm. You got hip hop now under your belt. Mm -hmm. Do you see yourself doing some like R and B? Do you? See I have all of that on my mixtape. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah, I'm excited for it because it gets to show my fans. Because a lot of people they probably think of me as a freestyle rapper, and exactly. I can't blame them because that's what they have seen me for, met me for. Um, but yeah, when this project drops, like it's gonna show people all of the different sides of me. So I'm super excited. Talk to me about the uh, project. Um, it's called Baby Goat. And Baby Goat? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the greatest of all time, though? Yeah. Come on now. Mm -hmm. Um, It you. came along because uh, I realized I'm a Capricorn, and I was never really into zodiac signs and different things like that. Mm -hmm. But then one day I was checking my zodiac sign yeah. just to figure out, because was, it was one, one week where I was going through this phase of discovery, <laughs> and I just wanted <laughs> to find out more about me. Like, I searched up my name. I realized my name in Irish means poet, ironically. Wow, mm -hmm. Devin. Mm -hmm. Means poet. Yeah. Look at God. And then, so, I was looking at that. Then I was connecting it to, you know, my zodiac sign and how it relates to that. And a zodiac animal for a Capricorn is a goat. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so then I started calling myself. Is it? I'm not. I feel weird. I thought it was. What's a ram? I thought it was a ram. I think a ram is a. Is it a ram a goat? Nah. A ram is. <laughs> a ram's a ram. <laughs> a, ram's a, ram. <laughs> a, ra a ram is for an uh, Aries or an Aquarius? Uh, Aries. Oh, okay, but Capricorn is gold. Yeah. Got you. Okay. Yeah, you so then know. I, you I started calling. I thought it was a ram, but it's Aries. Yeah. Got you. So I started calling myself <laughs> Baby Go on Instagram, and then my fans just took it and ran with it. It was kind of like, oh, we like this nickname for you. And so, yeah, they started calling me Baby Go. And then when it came time to find a title for my project, I was like, I should just call it Baby Go. Speaking of goat, I was actually on YouTube and I checked out this um this show called Bars on I-95 that you was on that you straight murdered a freestyle on Homeboy's show. So I want to give Homeboy some credit and I also want to give you some credit and let the listeners get familiar with your skills on freestyling. So with no further ado, I'm going to play a couple of your freestyles so the people will get familiar and we'll be right back to finish the rest of the interview on Women in Hip Hop. We'll be right back. <laughs> uh, Brooklyn, Trinidad, what's up? Uh, baby go, listen. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Look, working, working on my days off. Giving y'all a notice till I'm paid off. 
My youngins in the field like it's the playoffs Ain't talking about no table, let that chaos Walking through the hood, I'm on my Trayvon My Wu-Tang Clan's got a homie, his name was Raekwon Father shackled up, pulling him out like he was Akon Mother getting sick, so now he jugging for nothing Pray to God that they won't get him So I'm looking for blessings to get him out Get his mama house with my time and belt If you mess up with my money, hope I never find it out Cause I'm seeking with that service like I'm on Obama's route Black and gifted with a purpose, higher route Really, you was on that front page, I was on that back block Trying to break the system, beat the odds with all these trap spots Frontin' on my team and we gon' treat you like the mascot Only 17 with 50 hits right on my laptop Crazy how I obliterated these rappers Intimidated, I'm simulated Hated your system, you really basic, I'm really waiting But one of my opposite demonstrator do something to me Cause all of my shots is really Haitian and I Never interact on internet You send a diss and we gon' send a threat Rollin' with them dogs, you gotta send a vet Pull up game is crazy, gotta get a test Sleepin' a young Devin, that made homie, now you better stretch So much dying in my city, preachers losing faith Youngest never had no dinner, so they losing weight. Sucks. Put a star for somebody, they gon' choose a race. They dead an X in the city, I gotta move away. Really crazy, throwing dirt on me, but I will grow. My deals is diplomatic, like I'm Jim Jones. You really think you stopping me from feeding all my kinfolk? I cannot be trapped by all your laws and all your Jim Crows. And Jim knows I'm so New York. Look at my Timbos, I heard it wasn't for us, but as far as all them Tims go, that's black money. We buy designers, but don't buy from my people. And when it's time to cut these checks, they never write us a sequel. They give us Section 8 apartments, such as sizes of their closets, but you focused on who's cuter. Is it light skin or the dark skins? We all were slaves. And you ain't better than the rest, in which we always made. When you mean towns like Marvin Gaye's, look. They tell us dream, but there's a limit to us. The opportunities we want, they never give it to us. So I can't blame these youngins selling dope. They're making money for my culture and just turn around and sell us hope. We buy designers from the people that were selling boats. They carry slaves for the same price that they would sell a coat. And you expect me just to act like I ain't never know? But I'm still a youngin', so I probably cop their leather coat. I wasn't thinking about no college, we was in the streets. They made examples out our heroes like they did to me. We getting by with what we had, like we a bigger meat. It was getting dusty in them traps, so fast did a sweep and got Takashi. In them interviews confessing cause his eyes was rocky The mother homies that he had they started plotting probably Was throwing beats but now he's saying that is not my posse And now they bombing him in prison like it's kamikaze But I'm a fan so I say free him He was trying to get some blessings but got caught up in his demons When your wolves become so hungry and you gone so you can't feed him You can end up fighting death or catch your favor just your freedom on God Listen my teachers even doubted me, saying I wouldn't be here. Went from making rhyme and my lobster is all I eat here. Tried to run my race, but it's something you can't compete here. Every time they sub in the masking form to be clear. On the road to the riches, we never mess with ops. We the told you snitching, never folding or flipping. Selling souls for the dough we be digging. Always aiming for your top, like I'm holding a sniff and just wait. You ever see your dreams knocking at your doorsteps? But parting ways with the past is like divorce stress. Mixed breed, I'm aligning with a dog vest. They ask my team, I'll be winning, we just so blessed. I never met no Young and litter to me. I'm moonwalking on my haters. It's a thriller to see. I'm from a city where you either go to war or retreat. It's a place where you can't fall off your feet. I know it's hard to believe. From a hood where you do the crime or do the time. The only young in my bracket made it cooler rhyme. I got him knotted like a lace without the shooter tie. And something me is like you asking for that suicide. My flow is sicker than these rappers. Check up. Looking for my luck. Man, I'm sorry. I'm just blessed up. Trying to get it now? They worry about who next up. Focus on my money. Yeah, my haters thinking less of. Struggling to the riches. Staying focused on business. This trinity thing. Lost on my haters without the dentist. Now they trying to invent it. Putting me on a hit list. Move quick. Shine like a diamond because I've been lit. I'm 15 with some big dreams. My hitters really about the action. Make some big scenes. They throwing dirt all on my name, but I've been clean. Gas to the metal, let my rim clean. Wavy like a swim team. They said I got balls. You better make a sale for me. But if my money long enough, then put a bail for me. I got this game on lock without the jail on me. And got the city on their knees. All hell to
to me. I think I start to see my caliber. My time is coming, check the calendar. Mm. Young Jeff the greatest, I did somebody go after her. Mm. I got my ring up in this game without the bachelor. Nah, you never passing us. Get out your feelings, Devin. I know you chilling, Devin. You learned a lesson from your L's, that's why you winning, Devin. I know it's crazy when you looking 16. at your living. You know that in the future, you gon' probably own some buildings, Devin. I let some people in the past, is why I keep them. Some kid is always hated. I act like I don't see them. They trying to take my path the halfway as well. Meet them. It's airplane mode. Every time I'm in these meetings, the big dogs asking, is you ready for it? Men throw a million on the table and I'm betting on it. Mm. It's only Nike because these haters always checking for me. Mm. The devil knocking at my doors with only blessings for me. I'm blessed. It seemed like all those stars are aligned Aligning. in your favor. Mm-hmm. So how many projects you got on it? Um, How many songs? How many songs you got on the project? Um, I'm ten. Sorry. A strong ten. ten. Yeah. You giving it up. But out. I might put out like just single after single and then after that we'll pull out the whole project. Mm-hmm. Any producers on there that you want to shout out? It's many producers. Producer well, shout out to Omar Grand, shout out to Did You Violated. It's a couple of art um, producers. Any uh features on there? Mm-mm. As of right now, I it's just, just all you. Yeah, because this is as weird as it sounds and like mm-hmm. as long as as much as I've been traveling and stuff, this is my first time ever putting out a project. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah. I usually just had to put out... Because Soka is a season thing. So you, when you put out one good Soka song and you're good for the whole year. Like, you don't have to do anything else. So I literally you never had to put hip-hop. out a project. Yeah, hip-hop, you got to do something every week. Yes. Like, especially now. Yeah. <laughs> In the world of social media. Mm-hmm. So you got a lot of producer on there. Um, and you... As far as a label in your situation, no... Yeah, I'm not signed like, to a major label yet. But okay. definitely, um, it's definitely been situations um but we just, yeah just weighing our options being very smart like just because it's labels and different things like that i'm not gonna jump at the first thing that i see you know um I, like i said i'm a businesswoman first like i look at myself as a business and so <laughs> so um yeah i carry myself as that even before an artist yeah. you know i know when it's time to be a businesswoman and i know when it's time to be a creative and so you know, I can be good in my creative space, but then mm-hmm. realize certain situations might not be good. And I'm, I'm still learning that now, like mm-hmm. a current situation that I'm in, but realizing and learning from those type of mistakes. Yeah. Talk to me about the state of hip hop for women right now. How do you I feel, feel about I it? I love it. I love the state of hip hop because when I was younger, I, it wasn't really that many women. It was mm-hmm. just Nikki from mm-hmm. where from me being young. And then now it's starting to be like Rico Nasty, Dreezy, Megan Thee Stallion. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, all these different women. So I love it. I love it. I really think it's the Cardi effect, though. I feel like Cardi kind of broke that gate to say, all right, well, if Cardi could break that gate and be another female in hip-hop to do it, and then all of these other females started just... Not saying that they weren't rapping before that, but like... It, it's like she definitely shed a light on female hip-hop more besides Nicki. That's so dope, mm-hmm. so dope. I agree. Um, now, you know the infamous song. I don't know if infamous is a good word, but we know my <laughs> one of my favorite records is Little Kim's Ladies' Night. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you had to do your version of Little Kim's Lady Night, who would be your all-star cast of women? I'll put me. Mm-hmm. I'll put Dreezy. Nah, I I'll, like Dreezy a I lot. love Dreezy. I'll put Nicki, Cardi, and Megan Thee Stallion. And maybe Cash Doll. I like Cash Doll. <gasps> Yo, that's a do- I can do that record. Yeah, <laughs> we can make that get all of them together. But <laughs> we yeah. can make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, how has the industry been treating you? It's been good. Like you know how they say, like a lot of a lot of women complain. You know, I'm a woman. It's certain like hurdles. Maybe I haven't reached that point yet. But like, gotcha. yeah. But um, <laughs> I would say more so like my hurdles came from like my age. In a sense of people will probably think twice and be like, what could she really say? And then they hear me rap and then that's different. But no, it's been treating me really, really good. And I would say mostly because 
I've just done it everything organically, like without having to have that industry backing. Like it wasn't like I was in meetings left and right and doing. It was just literally my fans, the internet, and just me pumping out content. Mm. And so that led me to being able to get my foot in the door. Do you think that helped you like have some leverage in this industry? Mm-hmm. So you can state your price. Yeah. You don't need them. Yeah, so exactly. It's almost like they really coming for you. Exactly. And I'm sure they've been, like you said, banging down your door to mm-hmm. really try to like get you in there. Yeah. And doing that. Okay. Okay. So we got the project and you said it's called Baby Goat. Mm-hmm. And you said that you want to build your empire, empire you yep. know, like how they doing with the Kardashians. Right. Why can't you do that with your family? Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about how you grew up in Trinidad. Now, I did read somewhere where it said that when you were very young, I'm sure you don't remember, I think you were like two, two. that you had. Kawasaki uh, disease. Yes. Yeah. For the people that's not familiar like me, myself, mm-hmm. um, explain exactly what that is. Yeah. So it was a disease that was basically... So it was eating myself away, like all of my white cells and the cells that you need to fight off bad germs, it was eating it away. And so I was getting very sick. My skin started getting very oily. It would be oozing oil one day, then dry the next day. I got so swollen to the point where I would be in pain and I would be crying, but because I was so heavy, my tear ducts were too swollen for tears to actually come down my face. At two years old. mm -hmm. And I was like, I was like the big, I looked like a toddler at two and being the biggest baby in that ICU because of how bad it was. And I was in the hospital for about like 21 days. And um, uh, my mom was trying to get in contact with my original doctor and she was away in LA for a doctor's convention. Yeah. And by the time she came back and she just took one look at me, she was, she told my mom, she was like, if you didn't, if we're not switching your daughter over to um, Methodist in about a couple of hours, you're going to be preparing for her funeral in a couple of days. And so I was literally like I was away from dying. And but the weird thing is that everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All of the nurses were saying that I was humming the whole time. And so that was probably like a probably a way of God saying some way how I was going to make it in music but Mm -hmm. because it was like I said it was never like a thing where it was like I want to be famous when I grow up it just happened naturally just in your natural yeah but they said I was literally the only baby humming Mm -hmm. during that whole process yep humming yeah I'm sure it sounded beautiful yeah, I, I, I would hope to know. I, <laughs> I mean, you're here today, it's sounding beautiful. But yeah. the fact that you were going through all of that, and in the process, you're, you're humming. Mm-hmm. And at the nick of time, your life was yeah. saved. When you think about that, how does that affect me? Yeah. It definitely affects me because it's kind of like... Because, I mean, I you gotta don't remember s- that. Yeah, you know, exactly. So, but, but you hear it. Mm-hmm. Like, the way you're even describing it right now, you would think you mm-hmm. were conscious enough. And it was like I kind of got a set. Well, not kind of. I got a second chance at life. It's like I can't. If if I could go through all of that with from being so young and going through something like that, yeah. and just growing up and the things that I had to experience and see, and go through, it's like if I know I didn't do all of this in vain, or I know God didn't give me a second chance at life in vain for me to just not be anything. Like I know that means I have to be something powerful. Like yeah. I remember I never shared the story before, but. My grandmother, she actually, when she was in Trinidad, she went to this lady, right? And so my family is, they're very religious. Yes. Like, they don't play that, right? So yes. she went to this lady who 
tells, you know, us, I think it's a psychic. Yes. And, um, you know, my great-great-grandmother, she real old school. She don't like none of that. Mm-hmm. So she tries to stay away from that. But my grandmother, she secretly went. And the lady had told her, you know, a couple of things about her life that was going to happen. But she said, you're going to have a daughter. And she's going to be very, very famous. And a lot of people, she said, I could just see a lot of people screaming for her. But in a positive, like a happy way. Like, that. she was like, that's all I could see is a girl standing in the light. And a lot of people just screaming for her. And they have their hands out towards her. Right? And then mm-hmm. so she thought it would be my mom. But then, because my mom, she wasn't really taking singing professionally. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she used to just sing back up for, like, Angie Stone and different things like that. Wow, cut my mama. Yep. And then, <laughs> just so happened, I came into the picture. And that happened for me. So, you know, it's just so weird knowing those type of different things in my life and those little prophecies that kind of yeah. fill the holes. And you know for a fact you're here for a reason. And you know yeah. for a fact what you're doing today you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. So to anybody listening right now, because um, you're a young lady and you have a huge fan base for many ages, mm-hmm. but to the young girls in particular, what is it that you want to tell them to kind of like inspire them? What um, is it the message that you want to let them know if they're feeling like as if they hit some type of obstacle or mm-hmm. adversity? That's normal. That's that's really and truly normal. I just made a post about that like two days ago on my Instagram of mm-hmm. me feeling the same way. I feel like and and somebody told me this. They were like, oh, "You're really the voice for for an everyday New York City girl," mm-hmm. and we really don't have that in the game now because you know, and it's I, it's no faulting any females because I love all of them. But like you know, you see the glammed up females, you see the ratchet females. You see, mm-hmm. there's not really a, a everyday girl female mm-hmm. in the game, and so it's just like. That's I feel like that's why I have such a strong female fan base because I can relate to them and they feel like I'm just like them. Like, you know, some artists, especially, you know, with the things that I've done and they would not probably want to take the train. And but like I, when I be on the train and people recognize me and different things like that, I like that because it shows you like, yes, I'm an artist. I'm still humble. I'm still coming up like I'm not just about to be out here fake flexing, pulling <laughs> up in a Rolls Royce. And you know right. what I'm saying? So um, I would just tell them it's normal when you're a young boss and you're a, you're a young entrepreneur or you have any dream, there's going to be times of doubt. There's going to be times where you don't even know if what you're doing is right. But if you keep going, there's always going to be a sign and God is always going to put something in your life to reassure you like this is what you were meant to do. Like there's been many times where I've doubted myself and thought about like, is this really something I should be doing or should I really be focusing on like, you know, going to school, getting a job, different things like that. But it's just God constantly would put a sign. Like, if I would ever have doubt, I remember things were getting, it wasn't really getting stagnant, but I just was kind of, like, you know, focused on school at the time. And I was like, is this, should I really just be focused on school or should I continue with music? And then two days later, Taraji posted me, mm. you know? And, ju- yeah, Taraji posting me was a blessing, mm-hmm. but I looked at, at it more so for the, the sign that God gave me. Like, that is what I was more thankful for. Like, mm. wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, God really listens to prayers. So I would just say pray. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this book called 48 Bars of Power. And I like to talk about three three um, categories that I feel young girls like yourself struggle with. Women, period. Mm-hmm. And the three categories are self-esteem, love and relationships, mm. and faith. Slash mm-hmm. spirituality. So I got 16 of my favorite bars from female rappers to help with each category. Mm-hmm. What would you say when it came to, like, your self-esteem that is the song that you kind of reference to kind of help you get through that? Um, when it came to self-esteem. Do you have one? 
I don't know. I'm sorry, but the, I feel like the Ratchet songs did it for me. And why, why are you apologizing yeah. for that? I like, like for real, like people. A lot of people don't like the City Girls because oh, they feel like I they're live. little. Yeah, you know. But I it's live. not even for the content of what they're speaking about. It's the context of what they're speaking about. It's just more so for like they really empower women, like regardless. They of, exude confidence. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Like you sure. might feel like the baddest thing when the City Girls come on, mm-hmm. like regardless of what they're saying. I mean, dudes talk really explicit all the time and get mm-hmm. away with it. Mm-hmm. But it's just the, ma- the the mere fact of how they make you feel, you know? So I could say that in a sense of, like, confidence and self-esteem. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And when it comes to, like, let's say your spirituality and your faith, any song? Um, Well, there's a song on my project. It's called Reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, And I talk about, uh, there's a line where I say I got baptized, but I'm still sinning. And I just basically go into, like, my spirituality and taking an accountability for some of the wrong things that I've done or said. Um, but all of the good things and the blessings that I have. And that was kind of like me addressing everything, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like w- whenever I'm going through something, I always listen to that song because it kind of gives me a sense of strength and a sense of like, you know, I always need to, no matter where I go or what I do, I always have to go back to my faith. That mm-hmm. is the bigger picture at the end of the day. And what's the name of that song? Are you it's called Reflection. Reflection. Um, 17 years old. Don't know if I should be asking this, but are you yeah, dating? Yeah. Do you date? I got a new boy. <laughs> <laughs> a new boy. New That's boy what I call friend. him. New boy? Yeah, I call him new boy. How is it, like, in that situation, I got on the dating circuit for you, because you're young, you're beautiful, and you're talented, and you're becoming even more known as the day goes, mm-hmm. right? I've, I know even as men today, and they, as they get older, they are intimidated mm-hmm. by a woman in power. Yeah. Um, do you feel the intimidation from these young cats out here? No, I don't, because, cause, um, like, I'm just very, 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 I wouldn't say I'm smart about it, but because of what I've seen my mother go through, like, mm-hmm. with my dad and how mm-hmm. turbulent their relationship was, mm-hmm. it was, like, it was certain things that I had already set in my personal life, like, things that I would never tolerate from a man or think the way how my father sp- spoke to my mother, mm-hmm. I would never let happen to me. So it was just certain things already that I had put into play. But when it comes to the music thing, um, yeah, it's like a lot of boys, like, try to talk to me and stuff, but <laughs> I don't really take them serious. It just ha- has to ha- – everything for me is organic. But, yes. um, no, I don't see the intimidation. I've, I One of the things that are, like, attractive is support. Yes. Because I don't even look for that in boys, just in friends and different things like that. Like, a supportive person is a great person to have. Yes. Oh, my God, you're only 17 years old, but I want to, like, hang out with you after this. Yeah. I'm 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 such a, like, (laughs) older soul. I love it. All right, listen. So we talked about, you know, you being from Trinidad. We talked about you growing up in uh, Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. We talked about, you know, your music career, being soca, transitioning into um, hip-hop. You got some R&B as well. And you're going to, you know, build your empire as you go along. Mm-hmm. And everything that you're dealing with right now, just being a young, talented girl, like, in this world, navigating the streets, like, yeah. as that. What would you say, with all that being said and done, and these stars is aligning in your favor, mm-hmm. where are you in life right now, if you could sum it up in one word, not a phrase, not a sentence, but one word? Um, liberated. Liberated. Yeah. Because um, even it's so many different things that happens behind the scenes, too, like business-wise, mm-hmm. that goes on. And for a point in time, it was a situation that I was in, or I'm getting out of, um, that I just felt like I was, for a while, giving my career to and putting, it, putting the faith of my career in somebody's hands. Mm-hmm. 
and you yeah you know <laughs> you, you think but it was just me you know i'm, I'm young i'm still yeah. learning the industry and yeah. you know I'm, I'm just trying to maneuver my way and i've always been the person that's been very hands-on right. and very get things done so to finally be getting out of that situation i feel very liberated because now mm. i feel like i could put the you know I could just exude and do everything that I want to do my way. And, you know, not an ignorant way. Like, I don't do it in a messy way or a crazy way. Like, I'm still very strategic in my career because I understand that I have a brand. Yeah. But um, I could finally do it the way that I want to do it. And, you know, with the knowledge that I did learn being in that situation, I'm going to take it with me. But at the same time, you know, embark on a new journey. Mm. So I'm excited and I just feel very liberated. Nice, liberated. Well, y'all heard it here first, a woman in hip hop podcast. Young Devin, thank you for doing the show, thank sis. You for having me. I can't wait to have you back on here. I wish you many, many, many luck and blessings in the future, especially with your project, Baby Goat, coming yep. out when? Um, it's coming out in a couple of months. We ain't got to say no date. Yeah, y'all yeah. check for it. It's Before coming the soon. summer, though. Before, Before the, summer. the summer, though. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all already seen Young Sisters about her business. So y'all already know when she set her mind to something, she's definitely going to do it. And um, I guess I'll wait another year to have you come roll with me I'm and roll, hang I'm out. I'm going back with Baby Go Jaw. Hey, guys. Back again. <laughs> <laughs> I love what you're doing. Listen, anything that you want to say, lasting words to the youth out there, because you are the face and the voice for the youth. So. Mm-hmm. I want the women out there, all the young fellas out there, anybody out there that needs that inspiration, because I'm inspired by listening to you and talking you. to you. So any lasting words you want to give to anybody out there? Um, Just stay humble, stay motivated, stay prayed up, and just stay yourself. Like, I feel like that's the thing that's going to take you the farthest when you stay yourself. There could be 10 other people trying to look like somebody else mm-hmm. it, it's it's a Nicki Minaj and there's 10 other girls trying to look like Nicki Minaj it's a Meek Mill and there's 10 other people trying to be like Meek Mill yeah. but the reason why they are in the positions that they're in is because they remain themselves so make sure that you just are you and you're humble um don't burn too many bridges y'all please because mm. you you never know when you might have to walk back on those bridges again but yeah just stay humble and blessed up and you're gonna be good y'all heard it here first thank you young Devin and I will see you guys next time right here on Moment of Hip Hop bye <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Uh. Young Devin. Uh. Uh. Hey. I know they waiting on me. Wait. I know they waiting on me. Wait. Watch how I dab, get in my bag, cause I know they hating on me. Yeah. Young Devin. Yeah. Yeah. I know they waiting on me. They waiting. I know they waiting on me. They waiting. Watch how I dab, get in my bag, cause I know they hating on me. I know they waiting on me. I know they waiting on me. Watch how I dab, get in my bag, cause I know they hating on me. I pull up in that foreign cause they hating on me. I got the city on my back, I know they hating on me. Living good and I stay iced New diamonds, red taste yeah. Trips out just to do a show yeah. New country, yeah. rare place yeah. Scoop me in a ghost of the Benzo hey. Got the ball made popping with the Kenzo yeah. I be all up in the clouds, crescendo hey. And my homies dried out cause I said so I'm so flashy and I ain't talking about no snapshots I rap hard, I ain't talking about no mascot My whole place getting lit to the back top I be all up on a book like a Mac top Rolly on just to let them know That we be really into flexing Started rapping about a year ago But they asked me all the questions I be all up in they mention, and they be looking 
I better get my pension. I know they waiting on me. They waiting on me. I know they waiting on me. They waiting on me. Watch how I dab, get in my bag, cause I know they hating on me. They hating. I know they waiting on me. They waiting. I know they waiting on me. Watch how I dab, get in my bag, cause I know they hating on me. I pull up in that foreign cause they hating on me. People they patient on me. They I know they hating on me. What? I'm knocking haters like Tyson. Wow. I whipping foreigns, no license. Huh? Every city, yeah, we turning up. Yeah. Cutting rappers, no slicing. Ah. Pop out, I recurry with a shot now. Blah. My wrist cold, when the ice when it's hot out. <laughs> haters mad cause I made it to the top now. To the top. I be running in a ghost with a top down. Yeah. Every place that I go, bring a crew with me. Lit. If it ain't about the money, what to do with me? Blah. Whole team good, no matter who with me. Can't talk about my path when a shoe with me. Rolling on just to let them know that we be really into flexing. Started rapping by the year ago, but they ask me all the questions. I be all up in they mentions, and they be looking for attention. Hit the city just to do a show, and I better get my pension. I know they waiting on me. I know they waiting on me. Watch how I dab, get in my bag, cause I know they hating on me. I know they waiting on me. I know they waiting on me. Watch how I dab, get in my bag, cause I know they hating on me. I pull up in that foreign cause they hating on me. Man, I probably should Never ask for favors So some people thought I got it good All the mics are sleeping in that basement Under rod and wood Prepare me just to level up in greatness No, I probably could Who needs an alarm in the morning When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles And a breakfast cutoff Ba-da-ba-ba-ba 